AndersonCarnahan.com. Discover what you need to know about your DUI case and read helpful attorney tips to save your license, plus other great resources. Get the most experienced legal counsel for your case with Anderson Carnahan. Visit AndersonCarnahan.com to set up your free consultation today or call 855-779-0846. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for under $30,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 888-98-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Take delivery in spring. Call 888-98-STEEL. That's 888-987-8335. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment and credit qualification require cancellation fee, auto pay, and paperless billing and other restrictions apply. If you can't see the difference, why pay the difference? Switch to DISH for the best deal in entertainment. Only Dish brings you the best in entertainment for less than $20 a month. Cut the cable and don't get directed. Switch to Dish because at just $19.99, Dish saves you every time you turn on the TV. It's so simple. The same channels cost less with Dish. So since you can't see the difference, don't pay the difference. Switch to Dish for the best deal in entertainment. Get premium movie channels free for three months starting at just $19.99. Dish saves you every time you turn on the TV. Call now to save with DISH. Dial 1-800-943-9074. That's 1-800-943-9074. The same channels for less than 20 bucks a month. DISH. Call 1-800-943-9074 for details. Everyone, I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And I cannot tell you how excited I am to have my guest on today because I first discovered her when she would listen to my programs and post about them on Twitter. And she said such nice things, and I loved reading her tweets. And then I discovered that she's also somebody who uses social media and helps businesses learn how to use social media as a tool. So, of course, I had to have her on. So, welcome, everyone, to Lauren Kinsey. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, I love it. I love it. And first, before we jump in, let me tell everyone a little bit about you, Lauren. Lauren Kinsey began blogging in 2008 and along the way learned many of the basics of social media marketing. In 2013, she began helping small business owners who were friends of hers learn how to use social media to promote their businesses. Lauren realized she loved coaching and consulting to help small business owners show up online, so she began to do it full-time. 
one of her clients invited her to help teach an online marketing class at the Columbus College of Art and Design, and I understand they are listening, so whoopo, gotta love the students at CCAD. And through Hello, that process, students. Okay, love the students, love the students. Okay, everybody wave. Okay. Um, Through teaching, she learned more about online marketing. Now she's beginning to help business owners with their overall digital marketing strategy, encompassing social media and beyond. She's very active on Twitter, as I mentioned, and loves to connect with other digital marketing and social media professionals. You can find her on Twitter at Lauren M. Kinsey. So again, welcome, Lauren. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, you know, I think the, the, the springtime weather has arrived both for me down here in Atlanta and for you up there in Columbus. So hopefully the thunderstorms yeah. will uh, stay away and all of that nasty, icky weather. Um, so, you know, but it always will. We, we have faith that for an hour at least, the weather gods will smile on us. Yes, the flowers love the rain, so... Bring it on. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, it's a little humid down here in Atlanta, but I'm getting used to it. This this is my uh, third, actually, spring here in Atlanta. So, you know, really getting used to it down here. Well, let's just right. jump right in. Um, you know, when, when I first started on social media, I actually started on Twitter, made several great business contacts that way, and then I started turning my attention to Facebook and LinkedIn and Google Plus and, and sites like that. And, and although I'm still on Twitter, I'm not very active. But you use it really as a great marketing tool and, and as a great way for small businesses to promote what they do. So, Lauren, kind of walk us through how a small business can use Twitter to really promote what they do. Because so many people look at me when I say Twitter and their eyes cross and then they roll their eyes and we go on to the next subject. But I know it's a great tool. So talk to us about why Twitter is so good. Well, Twitter is great because it's the most open social network. And you can also search for people tweeting locally in your area and find, you know, if you're a location-based business, you can find people that are in your area interested in what you're selling. Um, and uh, your your customers are already there using Twitter, as many of them are, and you want to be there to interact with them when they mention your business and to reward them for mentioning your business and spreading the word about your business. Mm-hmm. So well, the first now, step I know is to create... Yeah? Oh, no. Yeah, go ahead with the I was just going to go through kind of the overview of, of what a small business owner would want to do to get started on mm-hmm. Twitter, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So the first step is to create an account that's not your personal account, but it's a business Twitter account, and um, work on a content strategy for how you should tweet, and make sure that your content is interesting and relevant to your customers. Create a calendar, so every Monday you do a particular kind of thing, every Tuesday you do a particular kind of thing, um, each day of the week. So for Monday, for example, you could do a Twitter-only promotion where you have a secret word for your customers to use when they come into your business in order to get a discount. On Tuesday, you can post a photo of your business, something going on behind the scenes at your business. On Wednesday, you can post some sort of informative how-to related to your business. Thursday, you could do um, positive uh, reviews that customers have given your business. Friday, uh, there's a thing called Vine. 
and it's related to Twitter. It's owned by Twitter. And with Vine, um, just go to vine.co and um, download that onto your phone, and you can make little short six-second videos of something happening in your business and post that to Mm -hmm. Twitter. People love to see images. They love to see videos. They love to see enriched media. And so when you share those things, you're going to get more interaction on Twitter. Great. Well, and of course, all of these things should be designed so that the people who are connected with you retweet them also, you know, to to really help you spread the word. Is that that right? Okay. The more valuable the content you share, the more likely it is that people will retweet it and interact with it. And if you reward people for uh, retweeting or interacting with you by acknowledging them and talking back to them and saying thank you and retweeting their Mm -hmm. tweets, it reinforces that connection and it helps to amplify mm-hmm. your message. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love the fact that you say to develop a schedule because no matter where your social media platform is, that helps you focus so much because in a lot of cases, you can draft up what you're going to say in advance. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, uh, posting or retweeting uh, client testimonials and things that people have said about you. You could be gathering those you know, at any point in time, and they can come from a variety of places. And But you know that on a certain day, that's what you're going to, to be putting out there. But it helps people really when they're thinking, what do I post? I, I don't have anything to post. But if you, they develop a schedule like you suggest, then that really does help them to focus. Absolutely. And it, and it prevents you from, you know, doing silly tweets that will, in fact, make people not want to follow your account anymore, mm-hmm. tweeting about your lunch just because you want to find something to tweet about. It, it keeps you right. creative and keeps the content valuable for your followers. And mm-hmm. something to keep in mind just on any social network is to have something that's unique to that social network that you offer only on that social network. Because if ah. people are following you, your business on multiple social networks and they see the same thing on every network, that's going to be boring for them. But if they know that every Monday, for example, you give a Twitter-only promotion where they can get a discount um, on your services if they are there to see that promotion, then they're more Mm -hmm. likely to follow you on Twitter. I love it. Well, and it's also a great way to track your success. So, you know, maybe you post, you know, a certain keyword on Twitter on Monday, and then you post a different keyword for people to use on Facebook on Thursday. Then when those words are used, you're you're really able to track, okay, people are following me on Facebook and they caught this or they caught it on Twitter and and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a very smart strategy. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, even if you're just doing this for yourself, for your own business, or if you're doing it for a small business or something even larger, you really want to be able to track what works well for you. And, you know, so having things like that are, are very cool. And, you know, like you said, it's something that's that's pretty easy to do. Um, I do always uh, suggest to people, you know, make sure that you keep in mind that it could be something that a lot of people use. So, you know, say a, a very popular restaurant wouldn't want to say, you know, everyone who uses the code word gets their meal for free and then be overwhelmed with a bunch of people coming in for, for those free meals. <laughs> right. Be careful um, with that. <laughs> right, right. You know, it, 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 would, it would actually not be a bad problem to have, but, um, you know, you definitely want to keep those in mind. I had a client one time that we sent out a direct mail postcard for, and they gave an offer on it um, that they really couldn't fulfill. 
because it was so fabulous that, you know, they, they just had far too much success with it. And I had tried to, to advise them to not do that, but they really wanted to make a big splash, and holy moly, they made a big splash. Um, <laughs> and, and it ended up kind of backfiring on them. But um, yeah. you know, it was kind of one of those fun things where they, they turned it around and, and they were able to, to use it to their benefit. But um, it's something definitely to think about, especially in the world of social media, because people share those things. So, you know, you might only have a thousand people that you're connected to on Twitter, but those thousand people are connected with people. And so if they start really sharing it and it really gets around, you can have uh, something that goes viral pretty fast on you. Absolutely. And you mentioned measuring, um, keeping track of how Mm -hmm. effective your strategy is and Mm -hmm. um, your tactics are on Twitter. There's Mm -hmm. a tool called Analytics for Twitter, and it's at analytics.twitter.com. And if you connect with um, Twitter through your website, then you can keep track of how effective your Twitter strategy is being for driving people Mm -hmm. to your website and driving people to your business. Nice. You know, and, and that's, you just mentioned something that to me is absolutely critical. And that's the fact that you should be driving people to do something. You know, hopefully it's to your right. website, um, you know, or to call you or to come in or, you know, depending on what your business is. But this isn't just about posting, posting, posting. You want them to do something. And we all have to remember, though, that Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google Plus, you know, all of the sites, Pinterest, they're not our sites. Those things can change. You know, they could go away, um, you know, all those various things. So you really want to be driving people to your website to, to uh, get that traffic there. Or, as I said, to call or, you know, to come in, say, your store. You want them to do that. But don't rely 100% on the social media site. Yes. Um, if you have an email list, that is sort of uh, important Thing to drive people to because then no matter what happens with the social media sites, you have those people, um, the ability to contact those people that are interested mm-hmm. in what you have to offer. And so right. if you drive traffic to your website, then hopefully people will sign up for your email list and mm-hmm. then you can permanently stay in contact with them. And email marketing is a very effective part of an online strategy. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you go about building your Twitter followers? Um, you know, I know there's kind of a variety of things, and I'm typically one of those people who, if they, if someone has followed me, I go and I look at their profile, you know, and, and if it seems like it's a, a, a true person and not a spam bot or, you know, something who's just going to try and, and sell me 10,000 more Twitter followers, then I will follow them back. But if you're a business, you know, say you're a business with a physical location in Columbus, Ohio, how do you suggest that people connect with other people on Twitter? Well, one important thing to do is to use hashtags because hashtags okay. are a way that people can discover what you're tweeting about. And mm-hmm. my favorite tool that I've discovered for hashtags is called RightTag, and you can find it at R-I-T-E-T-A-G.com. And it connects with your Twitter account. And as you're experimenting Mm -hmm. with typing in hashtags, it tells you if the hashtag you just typed in is overused, meaning Mm -hmm. people won't be able to find you because so many people are using it, good Mm -hmm. or great. And and if you have uh, great hashtags, 
then you have mm-hmm. a high chance of being discovered by people who are searching on Twitter using hashtags related to what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And if they find you, they might follow you. So that's a good way to right. gain followers. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's directories and, and things like that. Um, you know, I love it when somebody puts me on a list and you, know, and you get yeah. a notice. Case month, you know, someone has added you to a list because then I will ask other people on that list. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, one of the biggest questions I typically get is, should I connect with my competitors? You know, and I do. I figure they're, you know, especially on something like Twitter, unless you block them, they can see what you've got there anyway. Um, you know, and, and so I, I never really worried about that. I end up with some kind of unusual groups of followers on Twitter. I'm not sure why, but I have a whole bunch of rap artists who follow me, and I, <laughs> I, which I just laugh at. You know, a lot of times I don't read their tweets because they use language that, you know, turns my hair gray, but I don't know how they found me, but I gain several every single week, um, you know, and, and, and so that's, you know, and, and somebody told me, well, you know, clearly they're finding good value in what I post or they wouldn't be following me. So I always kind of advise people to think about that. It's not about just really thinking too much about your strategy because you never know who somebody is who might read your information, you know, and, and it, that's whatever the social media site is. And I tell people it's not who I'm connected with. It's that might be important. It might be who they're connected with. Um, you know, and, and we definitely all gain some really great followers on whatever our social media sites are by those, you know, second and, and third degree type of connections. That's very true. Great, great. Well, you know, before we take a break, I have never been to Columbus. So tell me a little bit about Columbus, um, and, and then we'll lead into the break after that. So Columbus, Ohio is sort of a hidden gem. I love talking about it because it's a great city. Um, we have very active local arts community. We have an award-winning library system. We have one of the largest public universities in the country, OSU, the Ohio State University. And um, we have the Columbus College of Art and Design, which is very well-known for the great work that they do and the talented um, students that graduate from there. So uh, it's a great city, and I hope more people discover it. It's growing every day, and I'm happy to live here. Cool, cool. Now, are you a native of Columbus? No, I moved here in 2008. I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hey, Minneapolis people who are listening. (laughs) <laughs> I know, you know, and to me, that's one of the coolest things about social media, and also the fact yeah. that Mile High Radio is internet-based. We can be reaching anybody, um, you know, and, and that comes back to what I was saying about who you connect with. You know, and who you connect with in Minnesota, Pennsylvania, New York, you know, England, all of those places, you never know when what you post might be something that they enjoy and, and post back. Um, you know, I remember one time where, this was back when I still lived in Colorado, there was an Amber Alert that went out on, you know, on, on various things, including on Twitter. And so I just retweeted the Amber Alert because, you know, obviously that's very important information. And it was maybe 15, 20 minutes later, one of my Twitter people in Pennsylvania sent it back to me as a direct message. Didn't know that I had been the original person that had, had kind of sent it out. They had just seen it, you know. Through, through several different iterations, and said, hey, I know you're in Colorado, so I thought you might really want to find this information. Um, you know, and, and so that's, to me, where some businesses kind of get messed up as they think, well, I should only connect 
on social media with people in my immediate area. And, you know, even if you're a brick-and-mortar store or something that has a physical location, you never know when those connections might come in handy. Very true. Good point. Great, great. Well, we are going to go ahead and take our break. And when we come back, I want to talk about one of those other social media sites that I use, but not nearly as much as I should. And it's Pinterest. And Lauren is active there, and I want to have her tell us about how we use Pinterest for business. I'm Deb Creek, talking with Lauren Kinsey on Mile High Radio. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Mile high. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification require cancellation fee, auto pay, and paperless billing, and other restrictions apply. If you can't see the difference, why pay the difference? Switch to Dish for the best deal in entertainment. Only Dish brings you the best in entertainment for less than $20 a month. Cut the cable and don't get directed. Switch to Dish because at just $19.99, Dish saves you every time you turn on the TV. It's so simple. The same channels cost less with Dish. So since you can't see the difference, don't pay the difference. Switch to Dish for the best deal in entertainment. Get premium movie channels free for three months, starting at just $19.99. Dish saves you every time you turn on the TV. Call now to save with Dish. Dial 1-800-943-9074. That's 1-800-943-9074. The same channels for less than 20 bucks a month. Dish. Call 1-800-943-9074 for details. Have you ever wondered how you could make a difference in someone's life? What if you could help hundreds or even thousands of children? Students in the U.S. rank 32nd in world math skills. It's time for our children to catch up. Become an owner of one of the world's fastest-growing franchises, Mathnasium. Mathnasium is the leading math-only learning center in the U.S. Imagine helping hundreds, even thousands of students in your community improve in school and raise their self-esteem. Call us at 800-783-0798. That's 800-783-0798. back. I am Deb Creer, and I am having a great time talking about social media with Lauren Kinsey. And before we go any further, Lauren, tell people how they find you online. Um, Go to www.showuponlinecolumbus.com. Great, great. And, you know, Lauren obviously knows what she's doing because she has all of her social media links right there, easy to find. I hate it when I go to you a business page. You can find me on any network, pretty much. <laughs> oh. You know what? They'll say, connect with me on Facebook. And I go to their website, and I can't find their links. You know, I, I told this story <laughs> several times. I was in a, a restaurant one time, and they said, like us on Facebook. There was a little, little sign on the, each table. Like us on Facebook and get a free dessert. And I am all about free dessert. So <laughs> I try and find them on Facebook, because that's all it said. Like us on Facebook. And... 
I looked for the business name, the restaurant's name. I looked for all sorts of different ways. You know, I thought maybe they spelled it wrong, add a the, add, you know, city, all sorts of things. Could not find it. Called the waitress over, and I said, hey, you know, I, I would like to do this so I can have the free dessert. And she looks at me, and she says, I don't know. I don't use Facebook. And so not only did I lose out on my free dessert, but I had a great meal. And I would have been more than happy to tell, you know, people on my Facebook page that I had a great time at that restaurant, but they missed the boat because it was not easy to, to find them online. And, you know, I think that's something you mentioned, you know, on Twitter, have it be your business name. Have Facebook be your business name. Don't make people guess. Um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't always work out because the name is already taken. But if it's not obvious, then you really do have to always, always, always make sure that you tell people how to find you. But don't make them guess. You know, have the links there. Have it easy. You know, put it in your signature line, all of those things. Um, but, you know, as I mentioned, if you go to Lauren's website, you can easily find every way to connect with her. You can also find me by searching www.laurenmkinsey.com. That'll, right, that'll right. bring you to my info, too. Perfect. Well, and I love it because we were talking about the fact that, you know, your, your middle initial is M, and it actually stands for Michelle, but more and more people are saying it stands for marketing because you are so good at this, and I love that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> so um, my handle on Twitter is Lauren M. Kinsey, and that's mm-hmm. also my handle on Instagram, Lauren M. Kinsey. And if you want to find me on Pinterest, it's Pinterest.com slash Lauren M. Kinsey. Perfect. So well, now, let's talk about Pinterest. Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I am one of those people. I have my Pinterest page. You know, now I, I didn't set up a business page because I am my business, so I didn't do that. But you know, I, I admit, that's where I get my recipes and, and things like that. But talk to us about how a business can use Pinterest for as, as a way to help people know what they do. So the very first step that I recommend is go to business.pinterest.com, and they will walk you through the process of setting up a business page. If you've been using your personal page for business, it's easy to convert your personal page into a business ah. page. That way you won't mm-hmm. lose any of your followers. Mm-hmm. And the you go through the steps of creating a business account, and then you verify your website with Pinterest, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. helps to give credibility to your Pinterest page. People know it's not a spam account. And you can add the pin it button to your site to make it easy, especially if you sell, sell products on your website. Mm-hmm make it easy for people to pin those buttons, um, to pin those items to their Pinterest accounts and share your products with their friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, now, how could a business really set up on Pinterest and and show things? Because obviously it's very visual, and that's, that's the thing that people need to keep in mind. But say you are a bookstore um, or you sold insurance, you know, kind of one of those service type of things. How could somebody like that use Pinterest? Well, that brings me to a great tool I want to talk about called PicMonkey. It's P-I-C-M-O-N-K-E-Y dot com. Mm -hmm. And um, it is a resource for making your images more engaging. And Uh engaging images are what will succeed on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you uh, have a photograph that's related to your business, 
and you want to add text to it, um, you can do that using PicMonkey. And they have a free level, and then they have paid level where you can get more mm-hmm. features, but the free level is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to just add your logo, say, to photographs, there's mm-hmm. a pretty easy step for adding a watermark or a logo to every photo uh-huh. that you upload okay. to PicMonkey. Mm-hmm. So that creates great shareable images to share on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love and there's another the that you can app add. very similar mm-hmm. to that called Canva, canva.com. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, and, and I love the fact that you are saying to add text because I'm, I'm sitting here obviously looking at Facebook as we talk, um, and someone has shared a photo of what looks to be one of the best-tasting hamburgers in the world, but it's just <laughs> a hamburger. So, you know, say you're that restaurant, you really want to have on there, you know, here's our special of the day or our hamburger just won the best hamburger in Atlanta award or something like that. And so it's, it's easy to do that using tools like Canva and PicMonkey, correct? Correct. And there's just something so compelling. We're much more likely to read a message if it's on mm-hmm. an image. And I don't know why that is. People think that they could just add a, a photograph um, and then write some text in their status update, and then people will read mm-hmm. the status update. But in reality, people are far more likely to even look at and focus on a picture mm-hmm. if there's text on it, and they're much more likely to read your message if your message is embedded in the picture. Mm-hmm. Well, and you want to keep it short and sweet, you know, just, just a couple of words or, you know, a, a sentence at the most, because, you know, it's, it is a picture, but, you know, it, it is so important. And, I think it's something that businesses tend to shy away from, maybe because they think it's so complicated, you know, and, and with the tools that Lauren is talking about, it really is pretty easy to do, and, you know, and it catches your notice. You know, as I mentioned, I'm looking through Facebook, and I just came to a screeching halt at this picture of this hamburger because it, it looks great, um, you know, and, 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 you know, but what happens if you have a business, say, selling insurance, and it doesn't always have good pictures? What type of, of things would you suggest people are, are using? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, Deb? I'm not exactly sure either. And you know, it, it is tricky when you have, say, a service business um, because, you know, we don't always, you know, have things that, that we can post about. I would think that, you know, just kind of put on your thinking cap and think about images that interest you, um, you know, in that business. So maybe it is that, that it's insurance. So, you know, maybe, and, and, you know, I always advise buying stock for photography. Don't just go off and, and find things. Obviously, if you take it yourself, you know, that's not a problem. But, you know, maybe you want to remind people that, oh, it's graduation and somebody might be getting a car for graduation so the image could be a picture of a car with a big bow on it. Um, you know, those are, those are kind of cool. But then you could put in there a little bit of text of, you know, getting your, your uh, graduate a new car, call me, da, 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 the phone number, to get your insurance set up. You know, not, not always the most sexy, the most fun type of thing, but the picture catches their attention and then they see it. Right. That's a great idea. And you should always be careful about um, images you share. Make sure that you purchase mm-hmm. them. Um, mm-hmm. And 
aren't just sharing a copyrighted image because that can be very damaging to your business. Um, Mm -hmm. The great thing about Canva is they um, have a great easily searchable library of images. You can go to Canva and search car and, Mm -hmm. you know, images of cars will pop up and, you know, Mm -hmm. some of them are photographs, some of them are drawings. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it only costs a dollar per image. So nice. it's affordable, mm-hmm. it's easy to search, it's the best tool I've found for finding photographs mm-hmm. if you, and drawings if you don't have access to them mm-hmm. otherwise. Right. Um, another great thing to do, if you have sort of a, a more dry business that isn't really inherently image-rich, like you're not selling products, for example, um, is to create blog posts where you blog mm-hmm. about topics related to your industry and you're giving okay. away... Um, free, valuable content to people mm-hmm. so they're, they have a reason to follow you. And then you mm-hmm. create images related to what you said. So even if you mm-hmm. don't have a photograph or a drawing to share, you can still mm-hmm. use Pinterest, uh, PicMonkey or Canva to make an image that's really just text. It's part of what you said. Oh, okay. It's um, pulling out key things of what you said and then arranging it mm-hmm. artfully. And then that's pinnable. Once that's in your nice. blog post, you can pin that to your business Pinterest account. Right, right. So maybe it's a statistic. You know, one in five people don't have adequate homeowner's insurance. You know, something exactly. like that would be, oh, okay. Yeah. And, it, it, and as you were saying, it makes it into an image that isn't just this, you know, white with block, black text where, you know, you look at it and it's boring. It, it, it is, again, something that catches someone's attention. Yeah, add color and it makes the letters different shapes and it looks more visually engaging and it gives something for you to pin and for other people to pin when they want to okay. share your blog post to Pinterest. Nice. I love it. I love it. You know, and, and what we're talking about really doesn't take a lot of time. Um, you know, I'm sure you're going to have to learn how to use the tools, but... It is something that I think every business owner should be learning how to do. And it really doesn't matter what you do. You know, we've given some great examples of, you know, types of industries where it's a little bit hard sometimes to think of an image or think of, of what to post. And Lauren has had some great suggestions on, on ways that you can make some of the boring things not quite so boring. Um, you know, and, and on, on Facebook, we have to watch the images with the new things, the new rules that Facebook is is coming across because, you know, they were having so many people who say it was, uh, you know, let's use insurance again as a, as a, you know, not to pick on the poor insurance people because there's so many, you know, fabulous insurance people out there. But, you know, I've, I've seen industries that don't have something that they might want to share and they've done something like post a picture of the cute kitten. And it has said, please like this post and share it with, it with people. Well, it has nothing to do with what they're doing for business. And so Facebook is really starting to penalize those types of images because it's not business-related. So, you know, the, the more that you can have things that really are directly related to your business, the better. Well, I think the problem with the image where it says, like this post, is uh, mm-hmm. Facebook doesn't like like-baiting, they call it. Right. You directly mm-hmm. ask for likes or shares. Mm-hmm. So even if you're sharing things related to your business, be careful not to, especially on Facebook, ask for likes mm-hmm. or shares of that image. Um, it used to be that it was, it was commonly, you know, said over and over again with every social media expert, encourage people to like this. Encourage, you know, right. say, mm-hmm. 
like this post because when people, mm-hmm. when you said like this post, you would get more likes. But mm-hmm. Facebook um, is considering that spam now. So right. you'll have to be careful with that. But going well, back to how and- easy these tools are to use, I want to emphasize mm-hmm. that, especially PicMonkey in particular, mm-hmm. um, if you go to PicMonkey.com slash category slash tutorial, they have mm-hmm. very easy to follow lessons on how to do different things using PicMonkey. And also, if you nice. just search in Pinterest, PicMonkey tutorials, um, so many people are blogging about how to use mm-hmm. PicMonkey. So you'll find great mm-hmm. blog posts that people have shared on Pinterest with uh, how to use it. Mm-hmm. Great. Now, are there other apps that you can put on your phone that are, are something that, that create good images and, and things that can be shared easily? Yes. There are. Um, I like one called Photo Shake. Okay. Um, I have an Android phone, and mm-hmm. that one's fun because you just uh, you can upload multiple images into the app, and then just mm-hmm. shake your phone, and it will arrange the photos <laughs> in a fun and engaging way. If you don't like the way it arranged uh-huh. it, you just shake your phone again, okay. and it will continually keep changing it. Um, And then there are various tools uh, for adding text to um, images on your phone. That's Mm -hmm. great if you are uh, using Instagram and you want to just be able to take a photo at your place of business, make it Mm -hmm. into something more fun and engaging by adding text or uh, Mm -hmm. putting different photos together and then uploading it to Instagram. Right. Well, and and I want to emphasize this again. It's so important to add the text to the photo because... People might not take the time to read the text. So, you know, have that little bit of text there saying, hey, we're running a special today or, you know, whatever it is. But also keep in mind that they could see it days, weeks, you know, from now. So, um, you know, you might want to date it. Hey, we're running a special today, May 1st, you know, or something like that so that people don't come up and say, you know, we, we want something later on. Absolutely, yeah. Great. And that's the yeah, great thing about um, blogging and creating content in general is that um, if you create good content, people will continually mm-hmm. find it through using search. For example, mm-hmm. they go to Google and they type in something related to insurance because they're looking at buying insurance for their home. And mm-hmm. your blog post, your helpful blog post will come up with your mm-hmm. great images and they'll be drawn to it and then they'll be more likely to buy from you. Right. You know, and, and, you know, again, the images are what catch people's attention. So make sure that they're appropriate. You know, if it's an insurance post, you're not going to post a picture of the cute cat. Um, you know, unless maybe you <laughs> sell pet insurance. Unless you're trying to be um, funny and it's a cute cat saying, right, right, I need yeah. more insurance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and there's certainly ways to, to do things like that. You know, you could say, you know, hey, you know, th- this cat doesn't have insurance, but the owner does, or, you know, something like right. that. And so it, it, yeah. it's great to, to use those things and, and really think outside the box. Um, you know, I don't want to see somebody's logo as their post. You know, how many times have we seen that? Or the sign in front of their building. Okay. You know, that's, that's nice if it's a brand new sign and you're bragging about it, but I don't want to see that, um, you know, and, and so really think about what would catch your attention with an image, um, you know, and, and uh, then, then kind of go from there. Exactly. And that leads me to thinking about the more um, 
sources of media you can add to your blog content or to your online mm-hmm. presence, the better. Mm-hmm. For example, YouTube is a great resource. It's the second largest search engine after Google. People search in YouTube to find things right. they're looking for. So mm-hmm. if you create YouTube videos, that's increasing SEO for your website. It's value adding to every blog post that you create. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not hard to do. Just turn a camera on yourself and say mm-hmm. a little bit about your business or answer um, frequently asked questions. Mm-hmm. And you can do the same thing with podcasts. Podcasts are easy right. to create and they add value to your social media. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, and, and I want to talk more about podcasts. And so... Um, you know, but I, but I want to I want to talk about podcasts too. So when we come back, let's really talk about podcasts um, and how a business can use those and how it's really not that hard or that complicated to do it. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about that. I am Deb Creer talking with Lauren Kinsey on Mile High Radio. Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant I'm not ashamed to say One hundred and fifty million people suffer from headaches. All you want is for the pounding in your head to stop. Migralex stops the pounding. Migralex was developed by a neurologist and founder of the New York Headache Center. I'm neurologist Dr. Alex Mauskop. After studying and researching the human brain for 25 years, I've developed Migralex, which eliminates pounding headaches. It works for my patients, and I'm so convinced it will work for you. I don't just guarantee it. I put my name on it. Dr. Mauskop's Migralex gets rid of headaches fast without harsh caffeine, sodium, or preservatives. Migralex works unbelievably fast and... And it's gentle on my stomach. Find out how to get your free bottle of Migralex. Call 800-547-6279. Plus, if you're one of the first 100 callers, you'll also receive the Migralex Quick Tips to Headache Relief absolutely free. That's 800-547-6279. Or go to MigralexRelief.com. M-I-G-R-A-L-E-X Relief.com. Or call 800-547-6279. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification require cancellation fee, auto pay, and paperless billing, and other restrictions apply. If you can't see the difference why pay the difference switch to dish for the best deal in entertainment only dish brings you the best in entertainment for less than twenty dollars a month cut the cable and don't get directed switch to dish because at just 1999 dish saves you every time you turn on the tv it's so simple the same channels cost less with dish so since you can't see the difference don't pay the difference switch to dish for the best deal in entertainment get premium movie Movie channels free for three months, starting at just nineteen ninety nine. Dish saves you every time you turn on the TV. Call now to save with Dish. Dial one eight hundred nine four three nine zero seven four. That's one eight hundred nine four three nine zero seven four. The same channels for less than twenty bucks a month. Dish. Call one eight hundred nine four three nine zero seven four for details. And 
we're back. I am Deb Creer, and I am having such a great time talking about social media with Lauren Kinsey. I can already guarantee that we are going to have to have her back on because she has mm-hmm. so much uh, great information. We're just barely scratching the surface. Um, and so now let's jump into podcasting because, you know, many people don't think of that as social media, but, you know, it, it's kind of a, a mix. You know, I think of blogging as social media because you can interact with people there. And, and to me, it's all about, hello, being social. So, um, you know, podcasts are so much fun and they can provide great information to people. You know, I turn my broadcast on Mile High Radio into a podcast. I use uh, a software, um, an online software provider called Buzzsprout, which has a free and a paid service. And then it, it also goes to iTunes. And I love iTunes because if you don't charge for your podcast, they let you upload there for free. Um, and, you know, there's, there is no bigger site to have your podcast on than iTunes. But, Lauren, talk to us about how and why a business should use podcasting and why, you know, that's such an important tool that they should consider. Well, the longer somebody uh, listens to you, the longer they take in your um, information, the more Mm -hmm. connected they feel to you. And um, people love listening to podcasts because they can do other things while they listen to a podcast. It's better than Mm -hmm. having to sit down and read something. You can be cleaning house, Mm -hmm. you can be exercising, you can be driving in the car and listening. And Mm -hmm. so it fits conveniently into people's lives. So if you are... um, framing yourself as an expert of some kind, say you sell insurance, but you're putting yourself online as an expert of uh, insurance issues, then Mm -hmm. uh, people will turn to you if they are interested in that topic and want to learn more about that topic. And the more Mm -hmm. that they turn to you as the authority on that topic, the more likely they are are to buy from you and to recommend you, to share your content with other people who would buy from you and recommend you. So it's a great tool for building those relationships and for sharing information that people find useful and then we'll share with others. Right. And it comes back to the no like trust factor. And when you you know, when you follow someone online, so you've seen their photo, you know, and, and all those various things, that builds on that. But then when you hear them, you know, and, and my podcast obviously is an hour long and that, you know, kind of sounds intimidating to people. Five minutes might work for what you're doing, um, you know, and, and, but, you know, what is, what do you think is a, a good link for somebody or really is there a good link? Is it just more kind of to find what works for you? My favorite length is about a half an hour because okay. um, a lot of what I do takes a half an hour to do and it's convenient mm-hmm. to put on a podcast for that length of time. But ah. I know um, of Neil Schaefer, he's, a, mm-hmm. a world-renowned social media expert. Right. He mm-hmm. has a podcast where it's it's just very short. I think it's about 10 minutes long. And he just started recording his podcast on his phone and uploading mm-hmm. it that way. Um, mm-hmm. And he really encourages just anybody to do it and do it without being intimidated by mm-hmm. um, having to have the best equipment or having to have a super long show or having Mm -hmm. to even have a regular schedule. He says, post when you have um, something high quality to share. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot that having a regular schedule can do for you. It can make your customers feel like they can count on you to be there at particular times. But if you can't do that and you can only share information when you have the time to do it, it's still useful to add that to your online presence. Mm -hmm. Well, and, 
you know, the same things that you're posting online really can be something that, that go into a podcast. You know, for example, you know, a frequently asked question. You know, that's something where you could say, you know, every Thursday you're going to post a quick podcast about a frequently asked question. And it really doesn't matter what product or service you provide. You know you get those. You know, keep track of those and then answer those. Um, you know, it, it's, it's terrific to be able to do that. And maybe you combine it. You do a blog post and a podcast about it, you know, because some people like to read, some people like to listen, um, you know, and, and it really makes it good. Now, don't read your podcast, you know, don't, don't write it and then just read it <laughs> word for word, um, you know, but, and add some personality to it, you know, you might draft it out and, and things like that. But um, as Lauren said, this doesn't have to be perfect. Um, you know, we, we know, like, and trust people that are like us, and I hate to admit it, but I'm not perfect. So, you know, it, it's <laughs> kind of fun to be listening. I know, I know. I try, I try. But, you know, it's, it's fun to be listening and, and hear, say, a door open or the cat meow or, you know, something like that because then it helps us to relate more to those those people. Right. Don't be, don't be worried if it's not perfect. The higher quality you can make it, the better. But even if you can't make it, you know, top of the line, it's still mm-hmm. valuable to add to your online presence. Right. And mm-hmm. some, yeah, like you said, some people like to read, some people like to listen, and some people like to mm-hmm. watch. So if you mm-hmm. can offer those different ways of interacting with people, then you'll have more people paying attention to mm-hmm. your products and services. Right. Well, and, and you mentioned watch. I mean, you know, YouTube is, is so big. And, you know, all of the various ways that you can do video that's one of the first things that I'm that I go in and search if I'm looking for how to do something. I go to YouTube and I search for videos Absolutely. there. And it's, yeah. it's funny; it a lot of times it's things that you wouldn't think are something that would lend themselves to being a video. You know, maybe it's I don't know how to to do something on PicMonkey. You know, for example. And and if somebody shows me a video of that, then I can watch it multiple times. And really figure out how to do it. You know, stop it. You know, replay it. All those various things. Um, so, video is a great way to be able to reach people. And also, video and podcasting are additional ways where you can feature your fans, the people that are uh, most happy with your services or your products, Perfect. and mm-hmm. help share their message. And they'll be often happy to be featured. Um, mm-hmm. And so that builds that relationship at the same time. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, back to podcasts for a second. You know, one of the things that that I've always thought of is, you know, how do you even find great content? So I know you've got some podcasts that you really like that are great for small business owners. What are those and and why do you like them? Well, your podcast is definitely one of them. (laughs) I like it because it's very helpful. It shares very helpful information. Um, I also love Maximize Your Social by Neil Schaefer. That's one of the podcasts that I listen to the most. Um, and Social Media Unscrambled with David Deutsch and Chris Curran. The Social Strategy Podcast with Vernon Ross. Social Media Social Hour with Tyler J. Anderson. The Social Media Marketing Podcast with Michael Stelzner. Mastering Social Business with Paul Serwin and Kelly Mirabella. And from the author's point of view with Brian Kramer. Those are my favorites. And nice. if you, um, you know, each of them has a different style. For example, mm-hmm. um, the 
social media unscrambled. It's very rowdy. It's two hosts. They're always goofing around. If you like learning in a very playful way, that's a great show to listen to. If you're all business, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Neil Schaefer is very focused on larger mm-hmm. businesses and mm-hmm. he helps small businesses as well, but it's very professional and has an international um, awareness to him. So there's different styles, and you'll you'll like different voices. You'll connect with different personalities. So I recommend that if you want to learn more about social media marketing for your small business using podcasts, that you look these up and you um, try them out and you find which ones you like the best and give them a listen. Become a subscriber and regularly listen. Nice, thanks. Well, and the, the cool thing about a podcast is you gave you know, more than five at least examples of some really great ones so people can pause, they can write stuff down, they can listen to it again. I mean, you know, and, and so that way they can go back and, and pick up the points that are very important rather than, you know, something where it's a live broadcast. You know, yes, we're live right now, but by having this also as a podcast, people can go back and, and get those names again. Good point. Good point. And many of the shows also have show notes so if you're working out when you're listening to a podcast, you can mm-hmm. go back online and look in the show notes and they'll have taken all the notes for you and have all the links mm-hmm. that they mentioned. And so it's a great way right. to listen and learn. I love it. See, and that's something I just I just realized I need to do that on Pinterest. I think that'd probably be one of the, the easier ones to do. But, you know, obviously on any of mine is when I have a podcast, go back in and say, here's some of the links that were mentioned during the program. Um, That way it's a great way to kind of of reinforce that. Cool. See, I learn something new every day. I love this. Part of the reason why I like doing my show. Cool. Yeah. Well, Lauren. That's another great thing. I mean, if we're encouraging small business owners to do videos or podcasts or blog, they will learn as they do it. It's inevitable that if you're going to be creating content, even if you're an expert in your field, you'll continue to learn by creating content about your field. Right. I love it. I love it. Well, we've got about four minutes left. Um, and so, you know, Lauren, if, if say, a, a small business owner comes to you and they say, ah, we know we should use social media, but we don't know where to even start. Walk us through in just a couple of minutes what you would tell somebody who is brand new to this and absolutely panicked, but they're open to to doing it. Okay, so the very first thing is your website. That's the key to your entire online presence. And it has to be functional so that you can connect your social media with it well. Mm -hmm. So many people, Mm -hmm. uh, small business owners, have dysfunctional websites, <laughs> that's what I keep finding, that they've had somebody design for them and they don't know how to update it, they can't access it, they've either had a falling out with the person that did their website or oh. some sort of thing like that <laughs> happened and they can't, um, or, or they're being charged too much to even make simple changes to their website. Mm-hmm. So I usually start with doing a diagnostic on the website situation and figuring out Mm -hmm. if they should stay where they are or move to something else. Um, I recommend that if you're starting from scratch and creating a website, that you look at squarespace.com. It's a very simple tool like PicMonkey for people Mm -hmm. who don't have any training and want to create a presence online. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there... 
um, you need to learn a little bit about or hire somebody who will help you with mm-hmm. analytics because, mm-hmm. once again, you need to be able to track what's effective for you online. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you need to think about who your target audience is and think about which social media networks they're on the most, and then focus your attention on the social media networks where your clients or customers will be. And um, focus, I advise that somebody who's trying to do it themselves or trying to train, you know, do a mixture of doing it themselves and handing it over to their staff, that they focus on just one social media network to start. And they really learn that network before they go and spread themselves too thin across mm-hmm. too many networks. Perfect, perfect. Well, you know, and, and several other things you said in there are so important. You know, know where your audience is. You know, just because you like Twitter might not be where people are, you know, and, and um, you know, or, you know, I've, I've talked to people who said that, you know, they spend hours and hours and hours a day on Facebook. Well, you know, that might not be where the, the, the people they need to reach are. Um, you also mentioned the fact that pick one. <laughs> you know, I love that. I've had more than one business person come up to me and their little eyes are about to cross and they're going, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Twitter and I'm on Pinterest and I'm on Google Plus and blah, 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 And I tell them, okay, pick one. And more than once, I have had them take a deep breath and say, you mean I can, I, I only need to be on one? And I said, start with one. You'll start with the one where you are more comfortable. So maybe it is Facebook, maybe it's Twitter, um, you know, and, and go from there. But don't spread yourself so thin that you're not doing anything well. Um, one last time, Lauren, we're getting ready to wrap up. So tell people where they connect with you online. You can find me by searching Lauren Michelle Kinsey or by going to laurenmkinsey.com or showuponlinecolumbus.com. Perfect, perfect. And I know that we have kind of an expanded audience today because we have your class um, from the Design College who is on. So I'm going to tell them how to connect with me. Um, easy to find me. Just go to debcreer.com, D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R. I can't even spell my own name today. D-E-B-K-R-I-E-R.com, and you'll find all my social media links there. But really connect with Lauren because she has such great information. And Lauren, thank you so much. We will definitely have you on again because we just barely scratched the surface. And the cool thing is social media changes so fast that we always have something new to talk about. Um, So Lauren, thank you. And thank everyone for listening. And we will catch you all next week. Thanks so much for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant My This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>